Hello and welcome to New Jersey Wedding Podcast. I'm Andrea Pertel. I'm a full-time professional wedding officiant here at the Jersey Shore. And of course, Celia Milton, also a full-time professional wedding officiant, is with us today. But today we have some very special guests. We have Andrew and Desiree from Shutter Sound Pictures with us today. Beautiful videography. It's more to me when I look at it, uh, at their work, I think of cinematography, uh, a real film. It's really beautiful. I want to tell our listeners to check out their website at it's shuttersoundpix.com. That's S-H-U-T-T-E-R soundpix.com. And also their Instagram at shuttersoundpix. Um, I'll also include the links so that you can see what I'm talking about. They're beautiful films. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. I think I think you're the first international visitors. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's true. Desiree, Desiree's from Germany, so that, that makes it international. I love watching. I love watching your films. I have one going on in the background now, and as I said, we've talked a little bit before. I like them because they feel a little like unfinished they don't feel so overly edited that it's like like a commercial movie there's things that make you know that this is like this is somebody's real wedding it's not just so programmed is that part of like part of your approach uh, to me that feels like part of your approach well when i hear that I, it makes this part of it that makes sense the other part is like i feel like it's like ultra polished. Like I polish it so much more than like the editing that goes into it is like you know, crazy craziness. Um, so when I, when I think it, like, I think it's very polished, but I like that you guys don't think it's polished because there's a sense of realness to it. Right. There's you a know? movement to your films. They, they, they make me smile. I'm looking at them. There's like a movement, like a, they're gorgeous. They're really yeah, gorgeous. There's, beautiful. There's an to it. There's, you know, this is, we're not just doing this for the camera and i i really like that it, it's it really comes through so well i'm watching one with with a dog and the dog's not exactly cooperating with dogs not do. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, this, this, this is somebody's actual wedding it's you know it is truly photojournalistic where you know a lot of people say that and then there's the same pictures in every single wedding and i i just love that it's and the, the emotion that people express that you capture i think it's really great i really do now this our podcast usually focuses on um giving our listeners who are planning their weddings in new jersey um some tips on on planning their wedding uh and i know that um andrew and desiree have some insider insights for your wedding to share with us today oh yeah uh, when you're planning a wedding, <laughs> it's it's the first time and hopefully the only time you do it, right? So yeah. you want to make sure uh, you you get you get some good knowledge from people that I guess have been doing it for so long, you know, because you've seen everything, right? You, know, you guys have probably shared so many good stories, right? Experience know? is the, is the best, uh, <laughs> you know. It's it's how you learn everything. 
So the first thing, uh, the topic I feel like most couples generally have a conversation about is whether to have the first look. And uh, for those who don't know what a first look is, it's typically uh, you get to see each other before the ceremony begins. And what this does is it allows for all the photos and videos with the couple and the family to take place before the ceremony. And then you can enjoy your cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. So we had a wedding one time, uh, with, uh, the last, one of the last weddings we did, um, the ceremony start time is at four and, you know, it starts to get dark around four mm-hmm. and they had a, they had a makeup artist from 12 to four, I think, but it wasn't enough. Like the time that they had, they did not get all the makeup done and it went over. Yeah. And if, if you don't have the first look, it goes over four 30, then it's dark. And then it's like cocktail hours, like kind of cut in half. And then all the pictures have to be done in that little window before the DJ's knocking to get everyone on the dance floor. Right. Right. It throws you know, everything uh, off. Yeah. I, I find most weddings when I'm shooting uh, without the first look, I'm just waiting for three hours, two hours, mm-hmm. like in prep. There's nothing, nothing much going on. And then it all happens in this 30 minute window. Oh, how stressful for everyone. Yeah. And I, that, you know, we've talked about this a lot. I think if, you know, if our couples are stressed when we get there, because, you know, typically we get there about an hour ahead of time. If they're stressed when we get there, then it's show in all their pictures because they just don't know if it's going to happen in the way that they wanted it to happen. And the first look alleviates a lot of that. Plus, I would imagine it gives you you guys a lot more to play with in terms of, you know, what you're going to put into the end film. Yeah, it's nice to have all that kind of done before the wedding starts, you know, uh, because it gives everyone room to breathe and kind of set their expectations accordingly. Um, One thing I always ask couples is, hey, what are your guys' expectations for a videographer? You know, because, and a lot of people don't have any. They just don't know what to expect. They, They just have this, like, oh, yeah, 90s, like, guy with a big camera on the dance floor. I don't want that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's like, what do you want? Like, what, what do you envision? Do you, are you okay with having someone like with a camera in your face? You know, like some people don't want that. Some people want you to be a part of it. Some people don't. So it's, it's good to know like how involved you want your videographer photographer to be in the wedding, you know, like, especially with planning and uh, how often you want to contact them or share them details or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Do you, um, what, what do you find helpful besides having makeup done on time and for us shuttle showing up on time? These are like our two on the top, the top of our list of like things we worry about are makeup artists and shuttles, but, um, (laughs) what else can, you know, when people are thinking about investing in video, because it really is an investment. I think it's a great one because, you know, people have told me, and this is something I never even thought about. It's like we wanted that video because we have relatives that we may never see in person again. And, you know, we may never have all these people in one place again. It really is for most families a singular event. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, what? what it's the you memory you your... can keep. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. What, what do you tell your couples 
uh, along that planning trail with you. Like, how do you help them be ready to work with you on that day? Because it's a finite period of time for sure. And nothing can I, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, what I like to do actually, what, what I found very helpful and this kind of just happened by accident is I actually really like having the calls, uh, with, with the parents that want to be involved for the mm. wedding planning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like a bride will say like, Oh yeah. Can like, you know, can you speak with me and my mom or, you know, and, and the groom sometimes doesn't want anything to do with it. I get it. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> But like, if the mom wants to be there, then I get to, I get to meet her and, you know, learn, learn about what's important to her. And also like for pictures and photos, it's like having a shot list, having like, okay, who is, who's the family? Like, are you guys like, do you have divorced parents? You know, there's always something to like know about, you know? Um, But then also having everyone in that same space. Okay. I want like everyone to know that they have to be here for pictures. So they're not going to the bar as soon as the ceremony ends, you know? So you, you want to have everyone available and ready for that. I think I think another point that uh, people forget about is that, um, you know, you, they book the photographer first, and that's usually not always a problem, but then, like, months later, like, it's, like, two months before the wedding, and then they call us up, and they're like, oh, we have, you know, are you available, like, in two months, we're getting married, we want to add video, and then there can be a lot of issues, like, who's the photographer, who are we working with, what is the short list of the photographer, does it match, actually, with what we want to do with the couple um i think that's what people forget about sometimes that we are all working together (laughs) right we need to be Um, a team and be able to get everybody has to get their yeah yeah you know you bring up an interesting point too because i find that you know i when i talk to my couples um and when i'm in in my excuse me my first booking meeting with my couples I always ask them, who, you know, who else is on board? You know, who's your who's your band? Are you doing acoustic music? Who's your video? Who's your photographer? Because, well, for starters, I love hearing that there's somebody that we like. I mean, that's just, yeah, we love those people. Terrific. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I think that the conversations where I have where people who are like two months out from their wedding and they don't even know if they want a videographer, that seems kind of problematic to me because it's not – you're going to just find somebody who's not going to fit into that group of other that, t- that they're not going to fit into the team. Maybe you're mm. going to find somebody. How typically, how do people book you like a year ahead or two months ahead? Like what, what does that look like for you? It varies a lot of times we get a uh, booking within a year, but sometimes we'll spend in four months and four months. usually it's a, budget thing it's like the end i was gonna say that they think they're gonna save money that the video is something extra and then they'll decide you know what i really want this memory and and a video is something you can go back and look at and relive that moment and see it that beautiful film of it all and like celia said you see that you know the grandparents everybody all together you know that you might not have together again but it's the the lasting memory that you can look at together and it it's usually is the budget you know at the end they're like oh let's let's do it let's get the video and when i say budget though i go back to the your same um what you were talking about the one of the latest um 
weddings you filmed was how the makeup artist was late. And that throws everything off by a couple of hours. And um, I think when couples are choosing their vendors and they talk to them, they want to make sure that uh, a, a professional should know how long it's going to take. Obviously, there are things that happen that are out of anybody's mm-hmm. control, a bad accident or something, you know, or whatever. But, we, you know, like me, I'm always leaving so early, but things happen sometimes. <laughs> but but um, but aside from from things that happen that are unavoidable, uh, m- most of the time it's just it might be um, whether it's the makeup artist or the shuttle service that um, that they were just running late. They didn't prepare enough. And I think couples need to speak to them and say, so our, our filming starts at this time. So we need right. to be done. Will you have enough time for that? Will you show up on time? Will you leave early? You know, you gotta be early to be on time because when you lose half of your cocktail hour, you don't get that back. There, no venue is going to refund your money. And most of all your other vendors, everybody has a late clause in their contract. If you've hired somebody whether it's a DJ or an officiant or, or whatever, the, the painter, the live painter, whatever you've yeah, put, yeah. hired, the photo booth person, they have, as anybody who goes into work, today I'm working nine to five. If I'm staying over these hours, I get, uh, you know, double time or whatever. So you, if you're talking about budget, I think the whole timeline thing, Every couple, that's something they need to speak with, with all their vendors and make sure that, um, that they have a good timeline. That's where a, a wedding coordinators come in very handy. I love them for that. They keep everybody usually on their toes and oh, running, yeah. running smoothly. But then when you think of the whole budget thing, so if you're worried about this, well, you, you can maybe afford, you can afford the beautiful video, that lifetime of memories where you can go back and look at it. And that way you can live in the moment during your ceremony and during your reception, knowing that you can go back and look at it and see all everybody enjoying it. And if you're worried about budget, you just take it from the beginning there and make sure no one's late. <laughs> yeah. What's really special about video, especially is, uh, there's a extra layer of interactivity, uh, oh. when, when you're watching it. And I think like as a couple, when you're seeing video, uh, what, what, what I like to do is, is really strengthen every connection. And what I mean by that is like, we'll have, let's say the, the bride's going up on the chair and the dance floor. I will look for the parents in the room to get a shot of them looking. Mm-hmm. And I'll like, you can get a photo of the bride of the chair. You can get a photo of the parents looking, but when it's video, it's cut together. Yeah. So you're getting this, like this actual like connection. And it's like this, kind of like a, like a, like a feedback, like you're, you're seeing it happen as it's, yeah. as they're moving, you know, and then I can cut yeah. between it. And I like having people looking at each other whenever they're in the videos, because it adds like a, that element. Yeah. You know, it's, that's really interesting too, because I mean, in a, in a photo, you can get the photo of the person in the chair, but there's something missing. I think if it's just, it's like a pageant with the person in the chair where mm-hmm. when you see what the reactions are with everybody in that group to the person in the chair, I think that makes it so much, it's far more interesting. You know, what I was going to say too, is like, I loved, I'm, I'm thinking of a video that was <clears throat> one of my videos. That's like one of Michael, you worked with Michael, one of Michael's videos that's like uh-huh. year, years old. And it starts with the groom and the best men in a hurricane 
at the Jersey Shore <laughs> to nail down signs for like how to get to like it's a venue that you it's not really like here's the highway there's the venue it's a little bit more intricate than that <laughs> love this video because it shows by the time you get to that bride in the chair part of the ceremony part it's like they've already gone through trying to like navigate a hurricane and sticking <laughs> the signs down and the women and their veils are everywhere and it's like it's like the backstory i think is such a fascinating part of this and you know i maybe that's what i meant when i said you know it's more like a watercolor it's like a little bit unfinished is because you see all like the not necessarily like practice parts that lead up to that that ceremony moment and then oh. the, but you know there's like you know the, the layers the, you know the, the dogs layers. and the you know it's like all that like how did how did we get here i love that so cool yeah and the makeup artist is part of that okay <laughs> <laughs> not to come down on them but that sometimes yeah. that's the the whole domino <laughs> effect i should you know <laughs> Yeah, my, my concern is that like most people don't really value video because the quality isn't there for them. Right. You know, because when, when, when you think when I used to think about video before it started, I was like, like, wow, this is like, this isn't filmmaking. This is just people with, you know, big cameras and lights. And, you know, it's a whole they make it a production when it's not, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and people people don't realize that there is just a whole nother niche yeah. group of people that film and they, they take it like they make it like filmmaking you know like when we film like we use manual lenses there's no autofocus you know and they're they're prime and they're 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 small lenses so this is what i would use to make a film with and when i focus it's you know it's manual so if there's you know i'm choosing exactly what to focus on at what point and it doesn't look artificial because i'm like physically moving it you know and it yeah. It allows for low light too. That's the extra benefit. So when I when we shoot, we don't use lights. There's no lights in oh. anyone's faces. Oh, that's and great. And we usually dress up. You know, like we want to look like we're part of the wedding. So if somebody sees us with a camera, they're like, "Is that a guest?" I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know. So there's this little bit of like, you know, by the time we get to the reception, people are just like, they're, they're we're like fully assimilated. Oh. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And when, on the dance floor too, you know. <laughs> when I look at your work, it it's beautiful. It's hard to um, because we see all different kinds of videos. It's hard to call them videos. I would call them films or cinematography. Mm -hmm. They're they're very beautiful. They're it's you're you're shooting a movie of uh, you know, of their wedding, not just the the regular wedding video quite artistic and beautiful. You can tell that you love your craft. Yeah, it is a lot of care. Well, there, and there's some, you know, I keep going back to this couple that now they're sitting on the floor in an empty loft and having glasses of champagne. It's obviously not during the wedding yet. They're like in their jeans and it's just like, maybe it was the first look. I was there at the first anniversary of uh, Melissa's first anniversary couple shoot. It's just like so adorable because they look like actual human beings that have been kind of <laughs> absorbed into this giant whirling vortex of a river that is wedding planning it's like we're sitting on the floor we're going to taste our cake it's just like it's so lovely just, all right all right that's actually an editorial shoot so oh okay <laughs> <laughs> that that shoot was for a sophisticated weddings magazine i like it yeah it's beautiful yeah. it's <laughs> so, beautiful yeah, even, 
that's I'm glad that you're able to you see that and you're like, hey, that's like that was real. Uh, there are there are films that look like like a really intelligent artistic fly on the wall did it, and then there's like your cousin with a great camera, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do uh, the style like the traditional storyline for a typical like wedding videographer. I would say like the the um, modern, because like I guess we're like in a postmodern or like meta modern kind of way of doing it. But how it used to be done and how people still do it is they center everything around the vows and the speeches. Yes, yes. You know, so there's like a voiceover, and I'm sure uh-huh. like like a, like for you guys, it's like officiants. That's like. That must have been really good because it's like you're you're actually part of that, you know, yeah. like in the footage a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, or our voice, it, the voiceover of it will be yeah, it's reading yeah, something. We do, we do love that. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's like what they used to do. But I found it to be so constricting when I'm editing because it's it's like one flavor of emotion. Right. It became like a a one dimension where it's just like yes, like they love each other, and it's like you have that, but then you're going to have this gladiator music over people dancing and like, they're not dancing to the music. It's like, yeah, you know, so then it be, there's this like distance and then there's a separation from you and what's happening. And you, you know, it's like, you're, you're not experiencing it like the full effect, like you're not feeling it when you're watching it. You know? like you so like, yeah. Like you, you could, yeah, it's funny that many of them use that same formula, just like you said, the speech and the ceremony and that music over it. Uh, yours are really, really beautiful. Before we wrap this up, do you have any other insights, any other advice for couples, to, what to avoid, what to do, anything? Consider booking a photographer with the videographer or videographer with the photographer. Like we do both. We do photo and video. Oh. And when you're able to get some like a team that, that works together well, they won't get in each other's shots. Uh, mm-hmm. All the banter will be really good. You know, it's great banter. Uh, yeah. It'll just be a great time. That just know? makes and sense. Have... Yeah. Yeah. It does. And yeah. Maybe, maybe like another point of advice is really like have a phone call for more than 10 minutes with mm-hmm. photographer or videographer because you're really spending like 12, 14 hours with these people on your wedding day and you really need to get along with them. And uh, if you don't, then uh, maybe they can call. I mean, we are also a little bit of therapists there because we calm brides down or we try to organize the shuttle, you know. So um, it's something that people forget about. Exactly. You're spending more time with this couple than anyone that day, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think I feel like when, you know, people – when we know who we're working with, you know, when I open up like a, a weekend, I'm like, Oh, I've got this DJ. I've got this videographer. I've got these people. It's like, Oh, this is going to be great. And, you know, we walk into it with a different, like, Oh my, not that. Oh God, not them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like As, you know, we're not going to battle, you know, we all have a common goal and we're trying to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And, and as a bride or a groom, uh, you should go into your wedding, like really excited to like spend that time with your photographer or your videographer. You know, the ones that I love, like I always have the best weddings when 
when they're excited, they're like, oh, like, you know, it's good. It's coming up. You guys are going to be there. You know, going to have a great time, you know, because um, you don't want that uncertainty. Like, I don't want to go into a wedding not knowing what the bride and groom look like. Right. You know, that's because because then I walk in and if I don't see the sign with their name on the on the like their name on it, then I might be at the wrong venue or the wrong day. That's that feeling. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst maybe, fear. So maybe, like, maybe I just want to add to that that um, if you go to one of the bigger companies, maybe a lot of people don't know that, but they might not know a day before who is shooting your wedding. Exactly. Yeah, because they couldn't find anyone. So I think a lot of people don't know that. So that's um, true. The nameless, faceless guy. Yeah. That's yes. true. Yeah. When you go to one of those bigger ones and they just they just outsource uh, people. You you don't know, and you don't know that the who's going to be assigned to. They could be, you know, the day before because they're just grabbing people. And um, I find that the levels of um, of their work really vary. You know, one one I could work with one of those big box companies on on one time, and they have a great videographer or photographer there. And the next week it's like, Oh boy, what a difference. That person wasn't so great. You know, you just don't know who you're going to get. If you're going to vibe with them, if they're going to have the same taste, if you're doing the same thing. So um, yeah, I don't always recommend those, those type of yeah. companies because no, of how they do that. Yeah. And to add to that, there's a lack of unifying vision uh, oh. because, you know, like I really want to be able to, like know the couple, know who they are, and then I shoot it, and then I look, you know, I know what the footage looks like because I shot it. So then I edit it, mm-hmm. and then I pick the song because I know they're gonna love the song, like it fits their personality. So mm-hmm. having that unifying vision really plays into like capturing the couple, like the essence, you know, the emotional retelling as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to having like three different people. Like you have a separate salesperson and a separate videographer, and then it's someone else is editing it, you know, and then a project manager maybe, but it, it, it could be a little bit uh, disjointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a couple number 10 on day number five. You yeah. Know, it's, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. There's that, that happens in our end of the business too. It's like, well, we'll send somebody. It's like, well, you know, with somebody's wedding, sending somebody isn't really quite enough i don't think yeah, and, um, you build a relationship yeah. with them so that you yeah it's great there's also the problem with the dj dj sometimes just bring a video and photo crew with them and don't uh-huh. tell anyone uh-huh. and that's that's usually a problem because they are usually people that work on a budget with gear that is not good they bring lights you know right. and they disturb everyone so um, sometimes people are like, oh, who is this annoying, like, videographer? Mm-hmm. Like, who is the company? Like, and it wasn't us, you know? Right, right. <laughs> it was the DJ, well, so. that's funny that you say that. The last, I just recently did a wedding, and I came back, and I, I called Celia about it. I said, I, I've heard of this. This is, like, the latest thing. Um, I kind of contact creators. So they have their contact creator, which is just somebody with a light and a video and a camera. And they are doing, you know, creating stuff 
for their social media, for their Instagram or their TikTok. So they're running around getting in everybody's way, trying to take pictures of the DJ doing their thing and the people on the dance floor and this and the couple and na na na, so that the DJ can put it on his, his or her Instagram. And um, so I was joking, like I was going to bring my own content creator. But yeah, what a pain they are, right? Such a pain. It's it's really it's it's awful because they, uh, you know, it, it's it, when you're shooting, it's such a delicate uh, environment to be in. You know, like I, I I take it very seriously. Like if they like one wedding, there was a, a DJ videographer, right? And he was like in the middle of the dance floor, like in the center, you know, and, and like not moving, just just shooting. <laughs> like the people in front of the booth to get this shot. And I, uh, you know, like I was, I, I was like, Hey, I went to the DJ and I'm like, Hey, uh, you like tell him to take a break. Just, just tell him to go away because he's all the attention is on him. Right. There should never be attention on like the videographer. And especially like, even if he's getting like a cool, like group shot where everyone's looking, it's like, I should be getting that shot. Right. If there's a guy doing zap photos and he's like telling people to pose for pictures, he's taking away all those photo opportunities from the photographer because right. then they'll be like, Oh, we already got a picture. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, that comes, that takes away from like when we talk about content creators or maybe just um, vendors taking pictures for their own social media, that takes it away from being the, the team. I talk a lot about how your vendors become your wedding team and they need to work well with each other. Like I pride myself on being able to walk in and work very well with, all the other vendors and, and giving everybody their space and understanding what everybody is there to do, you know? And, um, so when, when you start doing that or bringing other people in for, for your purpose, you're taken away from what the couple, for, it's their day. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if I brought a content creator just to shoot, like, Hey, just, just get footage of me shooting. Yeah. And then like, he'll get a guy to shoot him shooting. And then he gets to get him shooting, you know, <laughs> then you, then you have like a line of like 50 different people just shooting each other. Yeah. All like with like reductively worse cameras. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I predict that soon that, that as this gets kind of a little out of hand, because it was at this wedding that I did, I had never noticed it before. And, um, they did, uh, refer to, Oh my, my content creator is coming, you know? And then it was like, uh, you know, just, it was ridiculous. Um, I think there might come a time where couples say no content creators, you know, or it's our wedding. It's not your advertisement. You know, we all post our things. I post from every wedding I do, whether it's the arch of the flowers, we all post, we get that, you know, but to bring in your own advertising crew, content creators, like it's, it's, I think it takes away from the couple and I predict that there'll be a yeah. time where they say, just like the whole, put your phones down, you know, unplug ceremony, no content creators, yes. you, you know, go do your own advertisement elsewhere. Well, you know, you know, know. Not, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's like nobody's wedding should be your marketing opportunity as the prime, the prime reason, reason. for it to exist. Yeah. And you no, know, I even like with thank you notes when, you know, people send me thank you notes, I, I want to post them on Instagram and say where it was. And I always ask them, it's like, do you want me to do this? Is this okay with you? Yeah. I always you, get you know, permission. It's like, you know, they're, 
in the end, I mean, for, I guess for a couple of pu- couple, you know, a few couples, the more publicity, the more, you know, carrying on they have at their wedding. But essentially, it's still a sacred experience. Okay. Even if it's not a religious experience, it's still something that should be taken seriously. And not just, you know, I'm going to bring somebody to take pictures, because we're going to use it for advertising. It's just, it's just like, I don't know, philosophically, like disgusting to me. (laughs) And I think that we all take real pride in our work. And, you know, I want to go in, I want my my space and be able to do the ceremony that I created with the couple and and be allowed to do that and let it be beautiful. And I think the videographer, uh, you know, you guys should have your space to do your film and that's what they hired you for. So let them do it. Yeah, it turns the paparazzi. (laughs) Like you're competing for space. If there was a way for for DJs or like bands or whoever, uh, like I would love it for for there to be an agreed, like uh, industry agreed upon price point maybe. You think about it because like a lot of bands ask me for footage, you Uh know, and like, if they got the footage or if they got an edit of their band or whatever, it's like they wouldn't need to bring somebody in. Right. You know, but it's weird for me. I feel weird asking for money for that because they're not, because uh, they're like another vendor. Right. You know. I, I don't know if it would be so bad. If, 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 if you worked with me and you got a really good video uh, of that I liked that of me doing the ceremony and the couple was okay for me to post it. I would be okay paying for it because that's in the that's an advertising bu- budget, you know. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's like it makes sense. Right. So when somebody asks me for something and then it's like, hey, can I have this? And it's like, like, uh, yeah, but I have to go through all the footage and like it's like yeah. a it's like a ordeal. <laughs> it's not like know? just I'll text it to you right now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah plus it's your property you know so Mm -hmm. okay Okay, so a really good tip that a lot of people might not even consider is when you're booking your vendors uh get them together in in an email chain or Mm -hmm. or a zoom call or something just so they get to meet a little bit before because when everyone's on the same page then they can learn how to work together and they feel confident going into the wedding. I love yeah. that. I love that. Uh, and that's why I love a, a wedding coordinator. They usually do that, but with or without it, I think that's great. And um, I actually just got a first email from someone that their wedding is not for like six months, but it was the photographer. I don't, I got to remember what the photographer was, started an email chain with all of us. And I never saw anybody but a wedding uh coordinator do that before and i thought this is this is great you know so. hmm. i kind yeah, of it's really good i think you know when for some very often you know when i go to go to a job it's like everybody all the vendors there are people that i've worked with before you know and that's that's a wonderful situation but you know when i'm working with people that i've never even met before it's like you know it would have been great if we could just like you know talk for two minutes you know right yeah i'm, I'm I'm going to get out of your shot. You know, I'm not, you know, you don't have to worry. No, I love yeah, that I, tip that because, you know, it's the team coordinating before they get there. 
Right. Yeah. And the centralized motive is like, you're there for the couple, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, like they're the ones that bring everyone together, you know? Yeah. Well, and, so and really, yeah. you know, they're, they're looking for their, they're looking for their product. They're not looking for us to be creating content for ourselves. They're, you know, you're going to send right. them the show and, you know, we're going to deliver the ceremony. And it's like, that's the most important thing is that they get what they want on that day. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I could talk about this forever because I'm like something. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Um, so again, this was Andrew and Desiree from Shutter Sound Pictures. I will put links to their website and their Instagram, of course, on our social media, which which is New Jersey Wedding Podcast. So you can look at their beautiful films and see what we're talking about. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. No, thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by Andrea Pertel, owner of For This Joyous Occasion Officiating Services, serving all of New Jersey. Julia Milton from NJ Vows Now, Vow to Be Different for New York and New Jersey.